Happy Friday evening, troops. The weekend's here. Welcome to the latest edition of the Endless Celts podcast. While he's taking the hosting chair today, giving Stephen a wee break, but don't worry, you're, if you're wanting your weekly Stephen fix, he's still here tonight. He's uh, looking forward to being on the other side, and I'm sure he's going to vent his frustrations about <laughs> last night's results. How are we doing, Stephen? All good, all good, man. I mean, that storm Eunice is wreaking havoc across the UK, and it's a, much like our performance last night. It was just havoc and disastrous at points, but we're going to get stuck right into it. Well, I'm glad, glad to be on as a guest this time. We'll definitely be getting stuck in. I'm sure there's going to be lots to talk about tonight. And we've got Franny coming back from his layoff, doing <laughs> daddy duties, so he's making his live debut tonight. How's, uh, first of all, how's the wee one, and, and how are you looking forward to tonight and making your debut live? Ah, the wee one's good. Well, it's just, as we were discussing off air, I'm back to just being tired and the washing machine being on 24-7. So, back to my paternity leave and ready to, ready to talk Celtic. Definitely. Evening, Jed. Uh, I hope you've got a pint in your hand and you're enjoying the show tonight. <laughs> uh, let's get stuck into the game last night. Uh, obviously, a, a disappointing result. Uh, I want to come to you first, Stephen. I want to ask you, if do you think you underestimated Bodo a bit? I mean, they're in their pre-season pretty much. They've not played in a month, I think it was. Uh, lost a couple of key players. Do you think that we've we've turned up last night and just expected to to win? I don't think it, the team would have turned up William and expected to win, nor Postacoglu. But what uh, did creep in for me among supporters was complacency in terms of underestimate what Bodo Glim can offer. I mean, yes, they're in their pre-season, two months, but they've had two months to study how we play. They've been over in Spain during their pre-season camp. They've had a couple of games called off, but they've also played recently in a couple of pre-season friendlies. And we've been in that position ourselves when you have to do your pre-season and bang your straight into the European qualifier. We've done that countless years and we know how it feels. We know what position you're in. But clip to me, they were a solid team. They played really well. Their coach is one of the, the most respected young coaches in European football. There's nothing to underestimate about them. I mean, back-to-back Norwegian champions. Stop laughing, William. Back to back Norwegian champions, they beat Roma 6 0. Back over to the Stadio Olimpico, we got a two each draw. So, from a Celtic point of view, in terms of the team in Postacoglu, I don't believe that they went in thinking it would be a walkover. Yeah, I just, I know what you're saying. I just feel like just because we've been flying so much recently, do you think that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you think That's that, a very interesting uh, one. I thought the flute was coming out shortly. <laughs> I same to you, Franny. I, I just feel like because we've been flying so much now, and and like we've been looking unbeatable. Do you think that we just underestimated them a bit coming into the game? Or I see, I, I I'm similar to Stephen. I think it was maybe more more the fans, myself included. I think not saying it was going to be a walkover and stuff, but it's fairly confident because, like you said, for the last few months, and especially since the turn of the year after the winter break, we've been absolutely flying. Just. Really great first 45 minutes were usually blown teams out the water and stuff. So I think a lot of the fans looked at the well, Bodo Glant pennant played for a month essentially or six weeks because of the, their season finishing, loss in clear players. But I think what last night showed us, if anything, that uh, if you know anything about football, you could see Bodo Glant are a team with an identity. They've lost key players and various players, but they know how to replace these players and they don't seem to be a major drop off, I think. Uh, Bodo Glump are assigning what I think we're trying to be. Like we're we're not we're a wee well away from it, but it's I think that's what Postacoglu and Celtic are maybe trying to aim at is where years down a couple of years down the line, say we lost some key players, you'll not really notice a major drop off in the team. It will just be a new player will come in that will just seem seamless. So I think I've seen like I've seen a lot online, a lot of hysteria like over it, and I, I just think it's folk. Underest a lot of folk underestimated, uh, underestimated Bodo Glimp and then just one result. And I think the Rangers result was a big key factor last night. And a lot of folks actually, that I think they've just <coughs> folk have seen that result and just forgot everything that's happened the last sort of a couple of months, like the last 16 17 games for Posto Coglu. It's, it's like we've lost one game in what about 17 18 games, and it's if you see online, it's a, an absolute disaster in some folks' eyes. Definitely, make loads of good points there, Franny, I agree. Um, uh, I think Franny made a good point there as well. The, like the first half, we, we usually come flying out the traps and that's when we, we've been putting games to bed in the first half hour. Uh, that didn't happen last night, obviously. We, we, it was actually the opposite, Stephen. So, 
just a wee brief summary. How do you, what do you think about the performance in, in general and, and, and the first half especially? Because, like I say, that's when we've been our bread and butter. We've been absolutely flying out the traps, and it just didn't seem that we just it just couldn't get going last night. Per, like honest opinion, I thought we were absolutely woeful. To, to be fair, I mean, the first half in, in European football, we've come out the traps flying, and every game we've played in Parkhead, the turn of the year, the Rangers game, the the prime example that we absolutely destroyed them in the first forty five minutes. There's just something off last night from <clears throat> from the get go. I think that the way with the complacency among fans, thinking Bolo Glimp would be a walkover. Some of us on the podcast thought that as well, for honest. But you look, you looked at the team lineup. I thought the pressing was off. I thought Meda was pressing at times. Jala wasn't following them. There was gaps behind him. Rodzik and O'Reilly. I mean, from that game that they should be playing together. Or really, it should be one or the other. Like the legs with Turnbull as well. I thought Rodzik's trying to press it, it was so destroying sometimes because he doesn't have that pace because he's not that type of player. O'Reilly, fair to play him, did have a great half. I thought he played some good balls inside. He, he was looking for the forward balls. I mean, as Anne said during the weekend, don't be passing back. He certainly took that on board. I mean, he could go through the whole team. Taylor. And, uh, do you remember that there guy, um, Mo- Mobile Carlson, that played for the European club, uh, I think it was Cluj, and he, he, dest- he destroyed oh. Shane Duffy? Mm-hmm. That that's mm-hmm. how I felt watching Greg Taylor getting absolutely mauled for their second goal, I believe. Just gave me that type of vibe. Um, the whole team just seemed disjointed. The second half, the changes really came quicker. I don't understand from the get-go why Hatate was dropped because he's been on fire. He's been like the linchpin of the midfield along with McGregor and then O'Reilly when he came in. That I know as a summary, so I'm going to let you come on to the players, but overall, <laughs> over, overall William, I think in terms of European result, and we, we class ourselves as a big European team, it was absolutely horrendous for me. Yeah, I mean, I agree it wasn't the best result, but um, like for me, I, I thought we did, we were okay going forward. It's just, again, it's just that, that final pass or, the, or, that, or that finish. We had a lot of players that were off. I think we can all agree that it, like the likes of Jota and, and Abada that was, wasn't the best game in the Celtic shot. Um but I, I, I've got to. You've got to give props to Bodo as well. I thought they came out and played us their own game, and pressed us well, and the, the one-touch passing was great. What, what do you think, Franny? Um, I'm much like you, William. It was. I thought we were good in spells, and like I say, it was just that final for that killer pass. We just didn't seem to didn't seem to have it. Jota and Abada were off. They were, it was like Jota was trying too hard at times. I felt. It just nothing really was coming off of them. It was, I just felt for a lot of the players, it was just one of the nights where it never happened for the majority of the team. There was some poor performers, like to say Rogic, a key player, a really good player, that just had a, re- had a really poor game. If we're honest, Taylor, who I have in the past not been a big fan of, but he's been turning him around lately. I thought at moment, I thought going forward he was okay, but unfortunately the defending side that he was he struggled a wee bit. But it was just for me, it was just a game where Bodo Glunt played really well and we never. And it would just at this level, and it might be the third tier European competition and stuff, but you still get good teams at this stage in any European competition. It was just they were they were on their game and we weren't, and it was just we got punished for it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Sean makes a great point there. Even as Sean at really was. Looked up for mm. it in the first half. I thought he was excellent. For me, Calmack as well. I thought Calmack, mm. but the only problem with Calmack was he was everything he was doing was defensive. It was harrying <laughs> players and winning the ball back, and it, we couldn't implement that going forward. So we all, um, we, you know, on this podcast and, and pretty much a hundred percent of the, the, the fan base have got to. Uh, we all love Ange, um, and I think last night, for what I've seen, there's it's the first kind of, I don't know what the word I'm trying to. Find there's no disagreement, but the, the the team selection going into the match, uh, more notably, Big Gian Marcus, who's been excellent. We've been ranting for him for the last six weeks about how his work rate's been brilliant and he's, he's been working for the team up there. And, and Bodo, by all accounts, seem like they're a big, strong physical side. Uh, Hatati in the midfield obviously was missing as well. So, is this in this game, Stephen, do you think is the dance get it wrong? Please line up going in there. I know hindsight's a wonderful thing, but I mean, um, looking at it on paper now, do you think that he's maybe made a mistake there with the team lineup and the personnel? I think Alan's has probably woke up this morning with a, a wonderful bout of hindsight. <laughs> looking back in that that lineup, I mean, 
we can't we can't disagree with Hans. We can criticize Hans Postacoglu if things do go wrong. Although he's done everything amazingly well this year at Celtic, as always, we'll have to call it out. I mean, they had Tate one for me. William was the most baffled one because he's been absolutely excellent since he's joined Celtic. And I don't see the opportunity of Bolo Glimp to rest him. He should have done that in the previous game at, at Rafe Rovers. Uh, Giamakis, I mean, we can't really say much about Mieta because he did get the goal, to be fair. So he'd done his job. Giamakis probably would offer a different a different type of dimension up front. Could have held the ball up for us, got us out of pressure, held the ball up, win free kicks, which we didn't really do that at all last night. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, I, you look back as well, Greg Taylor situation. I know what he used to like Greg Taylor and I do as well. You looked at Liam Scales. I've seen the lots of Irish fans that I know and on Twitter. They're baffled how Greg Taylor gets ahead of him. But we haven't seen much of Scales to even determine should he be ahead of him. I just thought he had a really poor game. The, a bad situation. He, he just was off the boy last night. The front six, I mean, it baffled me. That it really infuriated me trying to watch them press because you knew what they were trying to do, but the front six were just too slow as a unit. They weren't getting close to their man. Already and Rodzik were doing the same job, leaving gaps in the middle of the park. Cal McGregor, as you said, was doing the donkey work. He was doing the defensive work instead of playing key balls up front. He was tracking back, winning balls at the literally 16-yard line. And for me, on the lineup personnel, he definitely got it wrong. In, in my opinion, it just disjointed the team a bit too much. I think you made a great point about Hatati, especially. I think that bit of steel in midfield, and as much as... Um... Cal Max, he, he's so good at harrying players and stuff like that. He's obviously still a wee bit lightweight, and he's. He, I think Hatati's a bit more uh, suited to that in midfield. I'm not saying he should be a sitting midfielder or a number six, but just a bit. And I don't think we've got that in Aureli and, and, and Rogic, although Rogic does show up a body strength. So, um, and, and the Giacomacus one, I, I just feel like he might have gave you a wee bit more up front as well. I mean, we were discussing it before the game yesterday in the group chat and stuff, Fanny, but. What do you think? Do you think he? Do you think he's got it wrong? Do you think, would you have went with Jacob Marcus? I know again, hindsight's a wonderful uh, thing. But... Well, like we said, we were we were surprised and Jacob Marcus not starting because boy, he had been putting in really good performances. Then also got his goal, albeit in against Rafe Rovers the weekend. But you seen what it meant to him and stuff. And in Europe this season, when Jacob Marcus featured, he has looked impressive. But but like Stephen said. Maeda was making really good runs. We just weren't great in the final third, picking him out. He did eventually get his goal. So it's saying a start in Giacomacus is not a criticism in Maeda because, in a sense, Maeda not never done a lot wrong. But I think when you look at that, the, size, the sheer size of the, the players for, for Bodo Glunt, I think Giacomacus would have been a better option to start the game, I think. to and then Because when we were maybe struggling to get it, uh, get out as such, playing the quick shot pass, and you maybe maybe could have went long and just <coughs> bypassed the midfield and got him to hold it up and played off second ball, just try something different. And yeah, probably would have started again. Obviously, we're talking hindsight. Hatati in the middle of the park. I think a Rogic and O'Reilly will work against fragments like Dundee at the weekend at home. You you'll get away with that every every day of the weekend, twice on a Sunday, getting away with it doing that. But I just think <laughs> I think in Europe it would. I just seen seen it last night. We're obviously talking the benefit of hindsight. I think Hatati was there. He, he probably should have rested them, maybe against the Rovers and stuff, and maybe could rest them on Sunday. I know like the Japanese guys have played pretty much a full season without getting a break, and they're into another sort of a half campaign for us. So he was maybe trying to rest them for that game, but it's probably just picked the wrong game. I think Ange will be internally saying he's no, he's got it wrong, but he'll not be saying it because, as we've said, he's not one to call out his own players and stuff. He'll, he'll say he's not happy and things like that, but he's not one for sort of a saying, I this was what I shouldn't have picked him, I shouldn't have picked him and that, which is not really good man managed. But yeah, I think I think with the benefit of hindsight, I say the benefit of hindsight because we don't really know if Hatati and Giacomacca started what would have happened, but I think yeah, would have yeah. been I think it would have been a better perform, a more more balanced team. I think it's difficult. We'll go on to it later on as well, but I mean, we didn't lose because Maeda and and, and O'Reilly that came in didn't turn up. It, like, it was a full, the team was a poor, poor, poor performance. Yeah. So I think to dig out, and it's a wee bit harsh, but I can tell it, it might have made a difference. But Fanny, I'm really glad you mentioned uh, O'Reilly and Roberts. Could you bring me right on to my next point? <laughs> I'm actually going to come straight back to you because you said, you said that you can play them in the league. 
I I really I'm going to go to Stephen as well. I want to know his opinion and everybody commenting. I really want to hear your opinion on this. Can Rogic and O'Reilly play in the same team? So, well, like, these two are they're pretty much the same position. Their A position is as number ten or at the point of the, the three in the midfield. Yeah. Can either of them play number eight like Hatati does or even Kalmak in there? Do you think we can play the two in the same team, or do you think that's that they're, they're too similar and that, that they're both playmaking, attacking midfielders, and and it should be a choice of one or the other? I I think as I, I touched on there against a Dundee, a Saint Johnston, maybe a Saint Mary at Parkhead. I think you'll get away with the two of them because we will generally have a lot of the ball, and when we're getting the ball back, we'll probably be higher up the park anyway. So you're not really asking one of them to track back a lot, but. I think if it was sort of a, a, a trial last night, I think what Ange's found out that against better opposition, it's that's not going to work. We need you need legs in the middle of the park, which unfortunately O'Reilly and Rogic they're not the two of them aren't blessed with pace. Although sometimes when you see, especially Rogic, when you see him taking the ball, it's nobody seems to be able to get by him and get it off him. <laughs> but it's it's just not the type of player they are. They actually to be that playing that number eight sort of a up and down the park. So, yeah, I think, I don't think it will work, but I could see it working against a sort of a lesser opposition yeah. when you're at Parkhead, mate. Yeah, good point. So, Stephen, what do you think? Because I think it's an interesting one. I really think they're, they're both so similar in, in, in the fact that they're, they're, they're playing that position and they're both like playmaking types. I think, for me, O'Reilly's much better at, uh, you know, finding that killer pass and stuff, but, for, like, I think Rogic is, is indispensable when it comes to trying to keep hold of the ball and he can carry the ball and he takes it in tight spaces and he's, he doesn't mind uh, being players. But I just feel like, I don't know, I, I, can the two of them play in the same team? Well, I mean, before I come on my opinion, I want to get involved in the comments. Obviously, William, you can't see them, so I'm your right hand man. The play up on the screen, I mean... Jed Thomas makes a great point. Rodzik needs shocking to track him back and ball. We said yes. that's like playing with 10 men when you try that system. Um, James Henslop comes in and says, no, it's got to be one or the other. I agree. Ian McIntosh has said, some people are getting ahead of themselves talking about winning the tournament. I remember you said, William, we'll have a chance no, of winning that tournament. We're not yet. We're not yet. We're not yet. I've got two flights to Albania if anybody wants to. <laughs> Just then, change the name. Cooking with Chef Dal. They could play together, but then again, you'd be asking one of them to play a style that is unfamiliar. And that <laughs> seems to be the type of trend that we're going with in the comments. And I think point. what... I think what the plan was from Postacoglu in his head, he thought we were going to dominate the ball. You've got two creative midfielders in there that the ping balls in behind from Mieta. One can find him on the left, one can find him on the right. It didn't quite work out like that. You've seen their weaknesses. I think what Francis said is 100% right, where you can play them in the SPFL against the Dundee, against St. Mirren, especially at home. Big wide pits. We're going to get space all day eventually when the world team's down. But in European football, it doesn't work. O'Reilly... And Brodzik, as Francis said, aren't the quickest players. They're both fantastically technical. They can do things you go wow at. But it's one or the other for me. Much like Turnbull. I feel sorry for Turnbull coming back into the squad because I'm struggling to see where he fits in. I really am. But since O'Reilly's joined us, William, this is one I want to bounce back to you and get your opinion on this. I think, personally, he's been better than Brodzik since he's joined. What do you think? It's uh, a tough one because... Like I'm I said, with, I'm as much as I, this one. <laughs> as, much, as much as I said, they are similar. Like, like I said, they've got they've got certain characteristics that that, that are different. Whereas I think Rogic is a carrier; he can carry the ball. And what's this? Oh, the voicey bus is on. <laughs> <laughs> How are we doing, mate? Well, um, evening, Russell. Evening. Uh, but I think O'Reilly's his range of passing and and the way he can find a player is is unbelievable. And I think they like to. Maeda is going to thrive with him in this team. I think you're going to hear the, a lot of commentators saying O'Reilly over over the top. Maeda's on the end of it goal because I just think he can find find you with a pass. But I don't know. For me, I just I just I don't think you can play the both of them in the same team. I just feel like you could. You, you, we need a number six there, which Kalmak is doing. But Beaton can quite happily come in as well. Um, and Kalmak can also play the number eight. But we've got Hatati there. Um, I mean. I know you say I, I, you make a good point about Turnbull. Is he, is he a number ten? Is he a number eight? I don't think he's got the engine to get up and down the park, is he? No, Turnbull no. for me. Uh, but I just feel like there's there's a lot a lot of options there, and um, maybe in Europe, Beaton's the way to go. And uh, 
let the other guys do their thing. But uh, I don't know. For me, I don't know if they can play in the same team. But it's a lovely, lovely option to have. Six weeks ago, we were, we were sitting and we were playing Montgomery, Abada, and uh, Juranovic as a front three. Now we've got all these options. And and uh, for me, I'm not so sure that uh, Ange got it wrong as such. I just think it was a poor performance and Bodo turned up, which I'll, I'm, I'm going to go on to next. You know, Stephen looked like he was going to say something. <laughs> I was about to say something. Go on, go on. I mean, you can say you don't think Alan's got it wrong, and that's fair enough. I just think we got found out by a footballing team that, as Francis said, I don't know if it was off or an honour, we're kind of aiming to be like Bodo Klimt, the kind of underdog in Europe to pull off results, and they played a very similar style to us. They had it on point. And I referenced their coach. He's been lauded around Europe. If you read up on him, he, he's fantastic. Much like Postacoli was in Australia and Japan. The way they played, the way they press, all the players were six foot two plus. Big athletic guys, Scandinavian football players. The left back, I don't know if you've seen him. William okay. had an eye on him. He, he, he was there. absolutely fantastic. And me being a, a wee stat nerd sometimes, I went and seen where they signed him. They signed him on a free transfer from a team that. that got relegated uh, from the Norwegian League. Literally last um, month as well. Uh, I, yeah, literally. And we go, is there, is there better options? And again, that pigeonhole of Greg Taylor here, but he, he looked head and shoulders above Greg Taylor. He had it's, he, the pace, the athleticism. And I think that's what Anne's wants all around his squad. That's fair enough. But the leave, is, as I said before, Hatate, he's probably the most athletic player in the midfield. When, when you take out McGregor, he would be that guy. He could offer you an, an engine, someone to play a killer pass. And I know he gave the ball away and led to their... Um, third goal, which again, it was just kind of summed up our night. We all said that in, in the group chat at that point. But you can say Anne's got it wrong. It's not a bad thing to say. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> no, why no, I like, totally, uh, listen, I'll be, I would be the first to say that, but I just, I feel like it's harsh to say that because I don't think that he's only made two changes. It was only two changes he made. And, and mm-hmm. I, like, they're, they're more than capable uh, subs, if you want to put it that way. I feel like Bodo played well and we played nowhere near our capabilities. It was easily Jota's worst performance in a Celtic jersey. Yeah. Uh, I thought Juranovic was good yeah, as well. Yeah, Juranovic, uh, he, he, he eventually got one great ball in, but I, th- I feel mm. like he swung about 10 crosses in before that and didn't beat the first man. Abada, <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't even have known Abada was playing the first mm. half. So, like, as much as we, we can, like, and I'm, I'm all for if, if if I feel like Andrew's getting should get criticised, I would criticise him. But he can only do so much. And these guys that have been flying for so many weeks didn't turn up last night. And I think if they did turn up, we would have gave them more of a game. So that's just what I'm saying uh, from it. Not so much like punting Ange. It's not like me, like, oh, let's love Ange and no, no slate him. It's, for me, it was a team performance last night that, that failed us. Not the, not so much the personnel or, or, the, or the tactics. But I that I mean, that's going to bring me on to my next point that I'd like to... See, I, I totally agree with you. You said that a little bit. Like how fickle a football fan they were, because can you imagine if that was Lennon and Charles last night? I know. With the absolute mislead. We said that in the group chat. We said that um, if he's putting that team out, we're all sitting going, "Why is he no? Why is Katate no playing? He's been flying." <laughs> um, but I mean, that's the same. It's the, it's the same as back in the the noughties, isn't it? When like Thompson lost the ball, you. <laughs> Why are you playing it? As soon as Larson lost the ball, ah, lucky son, unlucky. Aye. Aye. Sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's one of them. That's where we're on tonight. So what? My point there is what I'm making, and I want your thoughts on that. Is I mean, was it? Was it? Was this coming? I mean, we've we say we've been flying recently. I was looking back and I said, and I thought we've been absolutely blowing people away, which we have. But I mean, there's been a few games in there. The Hearts game popped up, and you know, a missed penalty meant that we won the game, and that was that was tough going. And, and uh, Hearts looked good in the counter, well. and and then uh, yeah, Aberdeen yeah, was a tough. Well. I mean, we <laughs> without Jota that night saving us, <laughs> um, and then oh, I'm not so sure about the race rovers. Everybody's talking about how bad uh. the performance it is, but we came away winning four 0 and I know it's a lower league team, but it does. It, if you come away with a phone now, for me, it's not a bad performance. But, Stephen, has, <laughs> have we been riding the train a bit too much and getting a bit overexcited? Has this result been coming, do you think? Or do you think it was just a poor performance on the night? I mean, again, before I get involved, I want to get the, the, the comments back up here. Um, Potterhead, Harry Potter fan, I'm guessing. Every mm-hmm. player was over six foot. Kenny, their left oh. back, looked really good. Ian McIntosh, you should try and sign the left back. I think... 
they're all agree with that. And then I'm not going to pronounce this name because I just embarrass myself. It's been coming for weeks. And in term in terms of Fitting for a pass back, is that we, we we've been we've been flying in domestic football. I don't know if it's 25 domestic games or beaten or, or was that all competition, but it was something like that. That's the kind of run we're on. We've been flying with absolutely <clears throat> mauling teams. Go back to the Derby game, destroying them. Top of the league. Everyone said Posta Coglu. It would take six months to a year, two years, fifty transfer windows, ten mill- ten millenniums, all this kind of thing. But he's he's done he's done a great job so far. The only issue I have is it's the same old story in European football. This is the third tier. Let's let's be stark about this. This is the third tier, literally called the Conference League of European football, and Celtic seem to be struggling. Bodo Glimt have a wage bill equal of Aberdeen, equal of Hearts and Hibs. So they're not fantastically Ash, rich. They're not, Ash, a, they're, they're not an oil. Like, do you know what I mean? You get these teams from Ash, Kazakhstan with all, all these money. But look, we should be doing far better in Europe. We've not won a European knockout tie since 2004. I get what Francis is saying. I, I get what Francis is saying. But we all say <laughs> something you're a big European. We all say something you're a big European club. When the fact reality is we're probably not no more. We're, we're a Champions League club, every fan says but we haven't performed well in the Champions League in years. We get knocked out of Europa League, Conference League. You get Bolo Glimp. You expect a decent result. They turn us over because they play far better football. They're probably two or three years ahead of us. I agree with you, Francis, in terms of where we need to be. But we can't just keep walking around with a cloud over our head being like, SPFL, yes, it's a bread and butter, but we need to make our mark in European football. I don't understand why people find that hard to take. It's Celtic Football Club. We shouldn't be accepting... Oh. Conference League, and you're saying pish arguments, but every argument has an opinion. No, I'm I've done the opinion, and that's just mine. I think that's the financial it. one's a pish argument because then you could throw Livingston in there. How many, when was the last time you beat Livingston? Look at their wage budget. That's doesn't really count. That's in the league, man. Anyway, it's it just European football. Yeah, talking about it's European saying, football. You, you, but you brought up the financial side. Yeah. The financial side, I think, is a is a shite argument. I'm pointing merely out the fact that they're not they're not light years ahead of us. We're, we should be further than them in reality in terms of finance, but we're not. Yeah, they turned yeah, us I, over. I don't think three one. It effectively oh, yeah. probably could. It effectively I, could have been more because they opened us I up on so many what, occasions. I, I, do I understand what, I mean? what you're saying, Stephen. You do make a few good points, but mm. remember, we're still. It's early doors. We were in the summer. We were talking about how the, this turnover in in, in a team and, and how he's going to have to bring in so many <laughs> players means it, like it could take a couple of seasons or two or three seasons. Do you not think we're further ahead than? We we should be or as planned. I mean that. I, I, well, it's not a very great point to be fair because that Bodo team. <laughs> much, they lost two key players, brought a guy in, and he was man of the match. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, Franny, you disagreed with quite a few things he said. Uh, Stephen said there. What was what, what's your what's your thoughts? Uh, well, I, no, I hundred percent agree. It should be even higher in Europe. But like, I think in the past, I think it has Europe has seen seen a wee bit as a bonus for Celtic. It's been like a mentality that over oh, in Europe. So we're, I'm not saying we're there to make up the numbers, but I think certain certain parts of Celtic Football Club are just happy to be in Europe. I think so that's a fair it, point. Since since like O'Neill and Strachan and I think that's a fair point. Uh, so I like a hundred percent agree with Stephen saying regardless we should be aiming to do better. I do I don't like when folks start bringing up the financial thing because Teams can, regardless of your financial backing, teams can beat you. Livingston show that was. We just can't seem to beat them when it comes to them. So I think that's a it's a bit of a lazy argument bringing up finances and, or financially <laughs> we're better and stuff. But no, like I, I just I, I just thought it was a wee bit of an off night for us. Was it was that coming? It potentially was. I wouldn't say I seen it coming, but when you touch on like the Hearts game and the Aberdeen game. It maybe was coming in the sense that once we came up against a better opposition, if we were a wee bit off it, we were going to do do what we've done. Like, I mean, the third goal last night it was just it was a really unlucky goal. But when you look at it in kind of isolation, it's you're you're always like you say you're most vulnerable after sort of five ten minutes after conceding a goal. When we were like, I think it was a minute or something straight after it, and. When you actually see it, we were defending. We just looked all over the place at one point with the defending for it. But I just feel like I just thought a lot of players, a lot of key players, never turned up last night. And it was, I don't know, maybe it was a, a 
once he came up against a better opposition like a Bodo Gun, but something like that was going to happen. I agree, I <laughs> I Franny is saying that. <laughs> we all say it most weeks. Um no, I'm glad you talked about the defence because I want to talk about that a bit as well. Because I feel like the way Andrew's style is, and I feel like we have been very solid defensively recently, and I think it's because we have been defending from the front and, and the press, obviously. But I feel like our kryptonite, if you like, is just getting getting beat on the counter. And I think that showed last night again. And I think it will show when we come up against better teams. What do you think, Stephen? Do you think the way we play, it's just it's just Angie Stella and that's it. We, we're just susceptible to the counter-attack. Or, I mean, like I say, I think we've been looking solid recently. So, uh, But last night, the defence was, was pretty poor. Uh, every individual in there, to be fair, didn't have a great game, did they? I mean, again, the style's not going to change. Pastor Coley's been firm on his stance on that, and I don't want it to change. I'm not saying he has to tweak or change anything. I agree with Franny on the most part that the the star player, so to speak, didn't turn up, and that's fair enough. And again, the comments, I mean, Craven called me out. Remember the starting point, Steve? I, I totally agree with that. Anne's knows Scottish football isn't flashy. He's trying to build the European-type squad. I agree with all that. But at the end of the day, like the defence, you look at it, in isolation, Uranovic, Creation International, Carter Vickers, American International, Starfelt, Swedish, Taylor was representing this national team. But what happened again was it, was, it just seemed a lack of communication. I don't think Joe Hart really done himself any justice. I thought they were, they were holding on to the ball far too long back there. It was just tippy-tappy football. At some points of the game, Starfelt and Carter Vickers were walking and we're trying to get back into the game and you're going, right, I know like we're, we're trying to pass and build up, but the way Bolo glimped on it, it was two, three quick, sharp passes. They're in behind us and they're creating opportunities. And that's the way we've been seeing Celtic play for the last three or four games. And it's just, it totally slipped on the night, on the on the big European night. We, we weren't up for it. We weren't, I'm not saying we're not ready for it, but on the evidence of what we've seen there, the team was, as a unit, wasn't good enough. And I know Anz is trying to build and he said afterwards, this is all part of the process and the revolution that he's trying to build. And again, I agree. I love the way he speaks. I love the way he tries to protect the team. But there's some parts of that team that I personally don't think are good enough. I look at left back, I think we need a maybe a potential another centre half. I'm not saying the Starfelt or Fickers aren't good, but we need competition there. Julian's not quite there yet in terms of fitness. Welsh is still young. We do still some we still need better options in some areas of the pitch. I agree, yeah. Um uh, Fanny, what about you? I mean, like I say, I feel like we're susceptible to the counter attack, but I don't think that's going to change. Uh do you think the likes of Beaton coming in to kind of shield that back four is a better option, or what? What do you think of the back line? I mean, we've we have been critical of, of Starfelt at times, and I thought the kind of bomb scare Starfelt came back last night, and both fullbacks didn't have a a, a great game. Do you, do you agree with Stephen that we need strengthening in there, and and with a counter attack, do you think there's any anything we can do with regards to Andrew Style to stop that happening, or is it just? You score three, we'll try and score four. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I, <laughs> think, I, th- I think that's Angie Stell, and I suppose you've got to respect the man for sticking at his gun, so to speak, and, and things like that. But, yeah, it was, for me, I, I think pace was shown a wee bit yesterday and stuff, and like, like I say, the defence wasn't great. You made a good point where you, I never, until you pointed that out about Juranovic for the second goal, I'd never know. It was, he actually had his hand up for offside, and the boy had almost cut the ball back, and you're like, and then the boy had the freedom of park head just to, to pick his spot. Yeah. Taylor, I, I thought he got skint a wee bit. I, I don't, and maybe it wasn't as much to blame as, in my opinion, as a lot of folk. It just it got absolutely done. I, I, I feel he sort of had possession was it that he could have probably showed the boy down the line better, but it was just one of them, like, I don't, I have been warming to Taylor. If Celtic went and signed a left back that was a lot, Oh, Scottish is super a little bit. If they went and signed a left back, I wouldn't be disappointed. But at the same time, I'm not got to sit in Badger Taylor because he's he started to prove me wrong, certainly domestically, and he's not really put a foot wrong since he came into the team. So, And I think Ange is willing to give these guys a try, guys that are clearly putting in the effort because when Taylor was sort of a, had a bit of a stop start season with injuries and stuff, so he probably wasn't getting coached in the new system with this inverted uh, sort of a fullback. So, it's also a new system for him. Starfelt and Carter Vickers. I thought Carter Vickers was okay yesterday. Starfelt, I thought a wee bit of the bomb scares came back. But it was like when Stephen said, obviously, 
Bodo Glimp were playing two free passes and it was away. I think Bodo Glimp sort of uh, they set up really well against us. And if you look at especially the Rangers game was like I think probably could all admit was one of the best best performances, maybe arguably the best performance this season. It was two free passes in the middle of the park, and then it was straight out to Yacht and Abada. They just hugged that touchline and had hundreds of space. Whereas Bodo Glimp seemed to shut that down well yesterday. And I think that's where we struggled a wee bit to try and get up the park at times. Yeah, definitely. I, th- I totally agree with you, mate. I think, I think we're all in agreement that Bodo showed up and we didn't. And um, to be fair, I thought it's, with the third goal, unfortunate 2 1, we're, we're bang right in the tie. And that, that deflection's kind of deflated us a wee bit, which is unfortunate. Um, right, I'm going to go on. I feel like it's been a wee bit negative. I'm going to go and uh, I forget the name that came up there, Stephen, that he was talking about. I was disagreeing a wee bit with Alistair, which I've got to agree with. O'Reilly in the first half, I thought I thought was excellent. Who was it? Kenny? Evening, mate. Mm. Um, I thought O'Reilly looked great in the first half. I, I agree he did follow the second half. Um, for me, I thought Calmac was super. I think the captain's performance as usual, leading by example. But Kenny, when you're, you're talking about the tension in the crowd last night. We weren't actually there in the city, but uh, Tony who's another con- uh, contributor, uh, he was, cheers boy, say, <laughs> he, was, he was at the game last night and he actually said the same thing. As, I mean, one or two things aren't coming off and, and the crowd were getting on the, on the team, which frustrates me a wee bit because we've been, I think we're in a, such a good position now for where we were last year. And I just think for one, one poor performance, out of the last however many weeks, well, we, we're unbeaten in like 18, 18 weeks or something like that. And, something and like that. Like, I know the expectations are high, but I, I feel like sometimes that can get, get to the players. But positives for me, Cal Mack, I thought was excellent. And I really want to touch on my aid, I think, because I think since he's come in, all the signings, he's kind of, well, apart from Gucci, but he's not featured. He's kind of went below the radar a wee bit, and people are a bit unsure, and they kind of said he's not. He's no, he's no his quality and, and stuff, but I, I, I don't think we've seen anywhere near the finished article that we're going to see him either. I think his pressing is superb, his pace is unreal. And to be fair, every game he's came in and played, and he's not he's no playing 90 minutes like <coughs> most games, he's, he's coming on here, there, or, or whatever. Um, even when he's not playing well, he's, he's nabbing a goal, he's, he's scoring goals, and it's not just uh. One type of goal, he's getting in there, he's scoring headers. That was a great goal last night. He scored yeah, what a ball for your it was. It was yep. a great header. Um, he's and it's different types of goals, and, and obviously, he's getting used out in the left and in the middle. Uh, it was really good to see the 4 4 2 last night, and he was up front <laughs> with the big man as well, old school. Mm. Uh, Stephen, what do you think? What positives have you got? Any any of the players last night you thought had decent performances? And I, I'd like to hear what your thoughts are on Maeda, especially, because I, 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 I do think we've got a wee gem here, and I think we've got a lot more to see from Yeah, I mean, I'll bring comments again. Uh, Michael said that there was an arrogance about them, in terms of sadly treating them lightly. Geo Patrick, our defence does okay domestically. I agree. I really agree yeah, with that one, Geo. I, I, I think that's yourself, well yeah, said. Um, the Boise boss, William's doing well behind the wheel. That he is. He's <laughs> doing fantastic. Ted Thomas, Fuck it, we'll beat them defense. James, do you think we could do a little bo- more height in some positions? Again, that brings you on to me. Anyway. That's yeah. a really good point that because like, at the back, I think, like centre half and stuff like that, but everywhere else in the park, apart from obviously Big Giacomacus, but there's, there's not much height in the squad. Yeah, I mean, in terms of Mieda, I think a lot of fans have been quite sceptical because he hasn't hit the heights. I mean, this guy has scored 23 goals in the J-League. He's come off a full season, hasn't done his normal pre-season in Japan. He's went on international duty, came back, played 30 minutes in a derby game, and ever since then he's been non-stop. He's got four goals in seven games for Celtic, which is a decent return for a striker. And he's been played out He's been, he's been played out in the left in some games. I think he finished on the left last night. Jala was on the right with Giamakis in the middle. So I think Mieda, he will come good. I've seen that a uh, Japanese football experts, you know the football experts, and they say that he's that he's like nowhere us. near. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's he's no he's nowhere near where he's meant to be. And I totally I can see what he wants to do. He made a made some fantastic runs last night, but he wasn't found. He was always trying to get round, bend his runs, run direct, and go up players. And he's well. I know he tried that folly in the first half, and he does totally miss hit it. But he keeps coming back for more, and that's what you like to see. He doesn't hide. And I think there's a player in Urugiti as well. I think Urugiti looks tough. He looks like he wants to get stuck in. 
when he came on against um, Rafe Rovers, he got stuck in. He got in and around the midfield area. And I think he'll be another excellent addition. You said, did you mention Jim Ackes as well? Who was it you wanted me to talk about? Sorry. Just the positives. No, just, 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 oh, the positives. Positives. I know it's hard for you, mate. I know you like to be <laughs> negative in the early. Hey. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have no fan TV, Stephen. That would be, if you were a darts player, that would be your name. Stephen, Arsenal TV, Tomlinson. Just on the stage going mental. <laughs> I think positives, again... Okay, but Calmack again, captain's performance. The guy has managed to find another level in a face mask. Um, Theo mm-hmm. Patrick made as a superstar. We got to let him play. He needs more service. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. The goalie got. He runs across the defender. Bang, oh. header. Love it. Um, other performances. O'Reilly in the first half. I agree. Tailed off. I mean, that's you're you're picking from slim pickings here, William. I mean, the the team as a whole were we're absolutely dust. They weren't on it, to be honest. Photo Glimp dominated us from start to finish, if, if we're being true about it here. I get what you're saying. Individuals, Calmack and O'Reilly, are probably only bright sparks I can take away from that game. Yeah, true, mate. I, 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 I do agree with you, to be fair. I thought it was a poor performance. Fanny, what about you? You need to shed some positivity on it. Uh, yes, I'm, help me. <laughs> I'm, I'm the same as you. Hold on, there's some positivity for Jed. He's bang on. Aye. Yeah. No, no, you won't. You you won't learn to, to things like that last night because it's just you're up against a team that are, are probably more drilled than we are and where we want to be. So it's just it shows where we want to get to. And I felt O'Reilly was really good the first half. Calmack was a good good for the ninety minutes again. But yeah, I thought there was too many sort of five out of six, five six out of tens last night was a, was a problem. It's just you struggle when you've yeah. got that. Nah, yeah, and uh, I thought. I thought Maeda, when he did look at him, he was making really good, intelligent runs. And it's, obviously, it's well, I thought it was five and eight, but I think it is actually four and seven. Stephen's got, which regardless, either way, it's still a good return for a guy that yep. like, I, it seems to be a big, big part of our fan base is writing, writing off straight off the bat. Guys only in the door two minutes and stuff. And I mean, like you said, he's played a full <laughs> campaign in Japan. I think he played in the Olympics as well. And yeah. just recently, he's went and flew over in. Don't know how much he featured in the three games, but he was obviously it's a lot of traveling he done. And so the guys know the guys know had a break and stuff. So it's I think it I think we'll see the bet the best in Maeda next season, probably. It's bonkers because see that see that point you make, and I know like stats stats are a big thing for most people. Yeah. What's G has Gamakis got four and seven? Uh, he's quite pretty good as well, I think, mate. So everybody's everybody's ranting and talking about how Giacomakis is the next big is a big has been wonderful for us the last six weeks. Stats wise, Maeda's got just as many goals. So why is he getting yeah. his, why is he getting the flat? Um, I, th- I think his problem is is he's getting compared to Kyogo. I don't. That, I, way, that's, that's a that's a great point. Super point. I feel like uh, he does sometimes. I feel like he's much better when he is getting the ball and he's just shifting it and. Aye. And and then getting getting a pass in or getting a shot away, he is. Um, that's that, a, that's a very good point. A wee bit of me felt like he was trying to be the main man at times last night, and it just wasn't coming up. Because you look at like, especially the Aloha and the Rafe Rovers game. I thought Yota showed him total respect and just turned in a really professional performance. He wasn't trying to be the main man. He knew he was too good for him, but wasn't trying to be the main man. He was doing everything the normal does. Whereas Aye. last night, I don't know if he was trying to force us to try to show because it was a bigger stage and show what. So it was all about and stuff. Yeah. Geo Patrick, this is what I'm talking about. The power of positivity. In light of last year's situation, we are going to be a side to talk about for years. I totally yeah. agree. It's been kind of a bit down the night because of last night's result, but the football we've been playing this year is some of the best yeah. I've ever seen at Celtic Park. So. Well, I'm sorry. I, I wouldn't Aye. say it's been down. I think it's calling out the obvious. I think it's not It's not patient on Celtic. It's just we play crap. To be fair, that's it. Well, well yeah, I'll, yeah, happily, I'll happily do I this type like of podcast every that. twenty odd games or something. <laughs> that's... If we've got one bad performance every twenty games, bring it on. Right, let's see. Let's <laughs> see if the positivity is going to continue. I'm not sure it will. <laughs> there. That's a great point. That's a bit of positivity. Like I say, <laughs> I'm not sure this positivity is going to continue. Stephen, <laughs> we still in this tie? Right, lads, that's me away. No, he's <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, if you look at it, 3-1, the way, the way goes through doesn't count. That's 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 great. 
good over there, but Arctic Circle, I believe they're close to. The, the weather could be like minus 10. They play on the famous plastic pitch, as Livingston do, Francis, well. your, 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 your <laughs> favourite team, well. to play in yellow. David Martindale's going to be caretaker manager. <laughs> um, I think if we get an early goal, William, we could, if the team pulls together, we could possibly do something in the tie, force extra time maybe, and then take it from there. Um, could we see Kyogo back? We've seen footage of him on the side of the pitch, mm-hmm. doing his usual high fives, mm-hmm. which is fantastic to see him back. Hopefully he's going to be back around the team again. Um, I hope he starts at Hate the next time. <laughs> I mean, this is if, if he wants to take the competition serious. I know he said he's in it to win it, but again, could that be lip service to the fans in terms of European competition and his bread and butter's a league? I wouldn't blame him either way. For me, it's a European competition that I think Celtic should have eyes on. Let's, let's be fair. The, the teams in it were about Celtic's level. I would hope we could go over to Norway and at least get a win. Don't know about staying in the time and getting free, but just get a win. We better pray back on ourselves. Mm. Fanny, what about you? Think we're still in it? Uh, I think it's like Stephen. It's that whole cliche: first goal's got to make the, th- yeah. got to make a break. And I think if, <laughs> <laughs> I think if we if we get an early if we get an early goal, all, all the better. But I think obviously we do need to score first. I think to more for the the players to have belief that they can get something from it. Like, so if we if we got to half time one 0 up, I think the players would really have a lot of belief going into the second half because that away goal doesn't count. That you could we could probably go and get another goal, but I do believe, like Stephen, as a competition, we should be aiming to try and progress. And I don't believe Postacoglu is as lap service. He's a he's a born winner. I think he's he's shown that. He's, no, no, I'm, he I'm, said I'm he saying, wants to win it. No, but that's what I'm, I'm saying. saying I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it is laps. I think what he says he means at the end of the day. It's I don't think he's lied. What's Jed saying? I'm sorry. This looks not being Europe, Jed. That's the main thing at the end of the day. There's a few chances for me. Better chance than Britain winning that, to be fair. We'll probably get more than Nilbois. I think I totally agree with you. We need an early goal. I mean, listen, we never played anywhere near a group of Baltics last year, so... I think and, we'll score down the time we've went away from home in Europe as well, haven't we? So Definitely. See, listen, this unfortunate deflection, I think, might Aye. be the make or break of the, the tie, you know. It's like if it's two one, we're super confident he's going to go there and still be doing something. That three one might be just out of reach, but um, I definitely think we can go and do it. There's a few points, by the way, uh, cooking with so and so again. I'm sorry, I apologise, but I <laughs> and he was talking about how I think the league's a bread and butter, and we need to. It's detrimental. Listen, and I hear what you're saying, but for me, I think we've got a squad big enough and capable enough to and competing on all fronts. So. Mm-hmm. I don't think we should be looking at that. Um, I mean, we've been saying ourselves, yeah, we've got we've got two or three in each position. I don't think we should. I think we should be still going and trying and winning every competition. And I think Andrew's got the same mentality. I don't think he'll give it up. Uh, and I hope, I hope to God, the squad don't. I hope we go over there and we, and we give it a good go at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so, aye, <clears throat> positives, aye. We're going to go there. Just what just what it says. Well, th- thanks to the Michael there. He said he was due to watch the the Ferdinand. A party festival game, but it's been cancelled. He was looking around for some football stuff. He's never seen our pod before, and he thinks we're good. So thanks, Michael, for that. We really, really appreciate mate. that. Really appreciate send your address and I'll send you a dinner. <laughs> 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 right, so back to domestics. This weekend on Sunday, we've got Dundee, who uh, obviously just had a wee change of manager. Bit of a strange one. Mm. You go and beat Hearts in the league and then get through to the quarterfinals of the Cup and then you get the sack. That's football nowadays. Mm. And it's the fact that um, Mark McGee, eh? And it's a strange, strange uh, appointment. I think he was, he's came down for upstairs, isn't he? Was he part yeah, of the... I think so. I think it was a... So, enjoy Jed. Have a nice weekend, yeah, mate. Right um, so, I mean, they've not been going great guns this year. They're obviously in a bit of a relegation battle. Um, appreciate that, Ian, mate. Really appreciate it. Um, Positivity! <laughs> 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 Stephen, how do you think we'll go on Sunday? Do you think we'll make changes again? Do you think we'll see Hata- the likes of Hatate back in the squad? Or, or in the it's at home, isn't it? I'm, right, I'm right and saying yeah, 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 it. I'm right yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Home, aye. Yeah. Aye. Dundee, they brought in Mark McGee and a, a guy from Stockport County. They're under 23. I think it was with Brighton previously to that. So you don't, don't know. It's unbelievable. You don't know, obviously what type of management team they'll bring. Mark McGee was an absolute wild card appointment. I didn't even think he'd be considered going to Dundee. I think, do you remember that there are footage of him in the Aberdeen crowd? 
giving it giving it stacks to the supporters. I was, was that's sort of was it Motherwell or something they got sent off. I Motherwell. My favourite one we had was <laughs> no, did he not do the was he not doing the Sky Sports commentary of the Scotland game when he was like uh, oh Scotland and we getting battered and he was going ah, ah. and then he went, Oh, oh let's go. But I mean, I think we'll see changes. I think we'll potentially see scales from come in for Taylor. I, the, again, it's not pigeonholing Taylor. He, he got rinsed, and I think scales no, has I, looked. I, he had, no, like, let, I, I let, feel like Taylor. Yeah. No, no, I, I'm going to just quickly. I just, I, I, I totally agree. And I oh, you're you. the host. I interrupt. I him. feel like I know. Shut up. It's my game, right? <laughs> uh, Skillsy, I think Skillsy is he, he's so much better going forward. I'm calling him Skillsy as if he's my mate. And I know <laughs> Skillsy going forward is, is, I just think, and especially in Europe, I think he goes with Taylor because I think he is more solid defensively. Saying that, he didn't prove that. Last <laughs> But no, I totally listen. I am a big skills fan. I think he's he's a. He, I think we've got a player in our hands here, and, and every time he's played, he's been absolutely superb. I would have no qualms about him going into starting lineup. Aye, and I, f- I think we'll see Hatate come back in, potentially Rodzik back on the bench. I've seen people say Beaton to come in uh, again. I don't see that what that could offer a home game. I think we'll stick with Kalmak in there in the number six position. Um, Just give me a full eleven. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm, I'm giving them what I think the game, the game will come on to. I think we'll, <laughs> well, we'll have to come out and show, show again what we can do because there'll be a lot of people going, "Is the wheels coming off?" No, that type of skepticism that we need to put to bed really quick. Mm-hmm. I think Dundee are learned for the taking. Change the manager, probably change the system, change the training regimes. James McPake, he was a an old player there. He was friends with Charlie Adam and things, so you don't know what their relationships are like within the camp at the minute. I think that Dundee are always there for a take, and I'm, I'm confident, William, that we can win and win easily. Good. So you're not giving us your 11 then, no? Oh, do you want me to give it now? Yeah, All right, yeah. okay. Yeah, I know, but right. Boise's going to miss his own bus. <laughs> I'll go for Joe Hart, Juranovic, Juranovic, Carter Vickers, Starfelt, Scales, McGregor, Hatate, O'Reilly, Abada. I'll go GM Marcus, and I'll go Jada. Okay, score four nil. Four nil, easy, 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 easy. Oh, four nil. and Alistair makes a great point. He has a six game match band to, to, to do. You're, uh, no, you're from, joking. Yeah, from pre, from a previous um, management job, I think it was Motherwell. Probably that footage. Uh, <laughs> what about six, what got, about six games left this season? He's got a, a six game match band. Uh, That's what do you? How do you think it's going to play out? Do you think you, you think Alisa Hatati and that guy come back in and and? Easier eleven in your your score prediction. Yeah, I think it'll be. I feel as if I mean that's a team we turned over six 0 earlier on the season where we all agreed we weren't in a better place at the in a lot better place at this time. So you'd, I'm not saying it's going to be another six 0 or more, but I think it'll be a fairly comfortable afternoon. And my master, I agree. I think like Joe Hart obviously will be number one. I think Ralston may come back in. I don't know. No, no, I think it was. Uh, <laughs> I don't know because obviously Juranovic, I think Juranovic will play over in Bodo. So I think, but I, I think he'll want to make changes, but probably not. I'll, and I'm going to stick with Juranovic at right back. Carter Vickers and uh, Starfield. And I, I agree, I think Scales may come in. And I think he'll, that'll be maybe just a trial to see how he plays. And if he can, I think he might then go in at Bodo as well. I think that, I think Beaton might come in for Callum McGregor just simply because I think he, he's good enough for against Dundee. Beaton's been brilliant for us lately, and it gives McGregor that rest on his face. It's, it's an unnecessary risk. I think Hatati mm-hmm. and probably uh, Rogic will play, and then I think we'll have a front three of I think Abada will play and Jack and Marcus and Yota will be the front three. And score, I think we'll pump them. I think it'll be about four as well, like what Stephen Aye. said. I think they will try to just, like Stephen said, I don't, there has also got to be elements of support thinking it's doomsday after Thursday. Mm-hmm. But Do you think Ange is going to just put a rocket up there and say you need to perform any after being so uh, shocking on Thursday? I hope, I hope so. I, I hope so. I think so, and I think he'll just want to send a message out just to say that it was a blip, so to speak, type idea. Fingers crossed. Like we say, the league's a bread and butter, so yeah, uh, we need to keep the train rolling on there. Can I just say, William, before you move on, um, Strange Love the Doctor comes in. I see him in all sorts of Celtic streams, so it's good to have you on. He says, all the problems we had against Bodo coincide with elsewhere due to 
Tom Rossi's lack of recovery speed, but even that is a new point when your top three attackers play so wastefully in and around the box. So. Absolutely, absolutely spot on. Agree. You could maybe get yeah. on a podcast. You should, you should uh, be on, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what is the analysis? Right, that's all. Let me put comments on. Stephen. Back. I'm not so sure we've done, actually done. Have we done a quiz since we've been live yet? No. no. Ah, Stephen's slacking. Eh? Stephen's slacking. Will be delighted to hear it's the the comeback of the squad. <laughs> oh come what squad numbers? Squad numbers. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to give you. Well, Stephen, clearly you. you didn't watch the one that well I done the last time because oh, you had to start making Franny. up questions. You had to start Franny making up Can- ones. Amy, Amy Canavan was on as a guest and she was just bad. It was oh. awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad it's a bad Amy day no. super guest but terrible uh, the squad number uh, I've got to say it I've got to say it's a bad day we're really really gone, I actually need to make up my num- squad know, numbers here I know so I'm going to shout out Celtic players past and possibly present I'm watching and, Stephen's uh, eyes so he doesn't go to the comments I know you can't be looking at the <laughs> I've turned the comments off I've turned the um, comments off and I want uh-huh. you, you just want and you need you to shout out what the squad number was or is all good to go Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> the first one is James Forrest. Forty-nine. Oh, six. Oh, that's forty-nine. One now, Stephen. Giddy's forty-six, man. Bobo Baldy. Six. Five. Oh. Five. Five. No six. 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 No, I'm not giving you that. Five. Maybe. Oh no! I said no. six first. No, what? But then you went. Ah, oh, five, five, five. five. Listen, oh, I'm... come on, man. Barry Robson. 11. 16. Nah, both wrong. 19. What? Oh, what's the score? 1-0, you. Oh, come on. Edward. 22. 22. 22. Me. 22. 1 each. No, yeah, 1 each. What? 1 each. 1 each. <laughs> Are you winding me up? Are you serious oh, right now? Oh, you're Ross in disguise. Oh, you're Ross in disguise. Are you serious? <laughs> right, I, next oh, one. Come on. Mark Wilson. 2. No, oh it's not there, Stephen. It's on you. I'm going to go. Look at Stephen trying to explain. Look at his phone and four. No. Was it not 13? Right, one more go. No, no, it was 12. Ah, I'm going to come up with ones again. Aiden McGeady. 46. Oh, that was funny again. No, that was funny again. Oh my God. Are you shitting me? Are you serious? Are you serious? Seeing you watch this fight, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be devastated. <laughs> yeah. See, are you, are you, Franny. No, 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 no. Franny, <laughs> that was me. No, that was me. Franny, wait till you watch it back. Now you know how Ross feels. Wait, <laughs> are you? Yeah. Oh, the next one, Ryan Christie. Nineteen. Eighteen. Eighteen. No, Seventeen. Oh, oh. Hell, guys. These are shocking. These are meant to be well-respected podcasters. This is an absolute <laughs> disgrace. Paddy oh. McQuart. 20. Oh, fuck. 20. And Franny takes it. T1. <laughs> William, that was an absolute abs- farcical. I said yeah. I said McGinney first and odds it. No chance. I'm not accepting that with Franny first. Like. <laughs> Shambles. Oh, thanks very much, boys. I actually enjoyed There. That. No, 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 no. Strange love. The doctor comes in. Cheat. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute cheat. All right, okay. Ian, Ma- Ian McIntosh. Slide into the laughing. DMs. <laughs> Can we all say, did I win that? Who, did, did I say it first? Because I want no. an absolute survey going on right now because I, I feel like I was done out. I can also say, Michael, who came in on that point earlier about missing the football, he's a Razors fan, so we'll be reading the comments and he's well respect, He's respectful towards other clubs and as me and rival Celtic. So oh, yeah, you're welcome mate. aboard anytime, Michael. It. Welcome aboard. By the way, someone is out. Last night as well. Ah, I've got to admit it. It was a great result for the Rangers yeah. last night. So, fair play. It wasn't, but if you ask John, if you ask John, it wasn't their first team. I know, I know. Stephen's <laughs> not happy at all. Listen, guys, thanks for watching. Oh, oh, oh. Jim, come on, man. <laughs> well, watch it back. Watch it back. Listen, uh, listen. You didn't really deserve to win it anyway. You were both shocking. So. <laughs> Uh, so I've been embarrassed about trying to clean the Winston. I know. I know. <laughs> We've got loads and loads and loads of stuff coming up. We've got spin-offs coming again. Thank you so much for the like us going live and you guys making the comments. It's just it's it's turned it's made this for here here. It's unbelievable. We really appreciate all your input. I love the fact that you're all getting involved and 
we hope this is a place to. It's, I mean, it's been positive. It's been really, really happy place now. But you've got to vent a wee bit tonight. Uh, I think Tony's got. <laughs> Are you going to get up? <laughs> Not a chance. I become. Oh, right. you have no idea how angry I am right, right. now. Okay. No. <laughs> I noticed. I noticed. I think Andrew did the game last night. <laughs> um, I, I think Tony's got a special coming up, which is going to be really interesting. Um, about the finances and stuff like that involved in football, which is I, I'm really looking forward to. And uh, keep listening every Tuesday and Friday. Uh, we're going to be here. Stephen will be back in the host chair next, I, I'm assuming. Uh, although Aye, I think we'll be on. I really appreciate it, guys. And I'm going to say hail, hail, and I'm going to leave the main man to give out the catchphrase to end the show. Until Tuesday, everybody, stay well and keep safe. Hail, hail. <laughs>